What's up guys, I'm just a man with a blender and today I'm coming at you with another episode of the podcast. We're currently on episode four and in today's episode we got a special guest with us today. Hey what's up everyone, name's Kendrell, older brother JJ, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. So today we got a special topic for the episode. Um, we're going to be actually talking about sports and sports experiences, any type of stories we may have had, um, maybe drop some wisdom that uh, other people may value or anything like that. So let's get it going. So um, talk about what sports do you do right now, Kendra? Sports I do right now is football right now, really. Mm-hmm. You know, because ever since pandemic happened, we can't really do much. Mm-hmm. So it's just been football, really, but we haven't been doing much since. What position do you play? Play defensive tackle and right guard. Mm. That must be hard, huh? They be throwing you up against the big dudes. Man, varsity, but it's like football, you just got to just have that mental set because football is, like, really tiring, and you don't feel like you need to quit, but don't quit. Man, I feel that. Sports I'll be playing, I do water polo, swim, tennis and wrestling. I did a little bit of football back then, but it wasn't really for me. I got a couple stories from uh, good old football days. I played a little bit of that outside linebacker and I played a little bit on the D-line um, and everything. But um, man, football, football, man. All the, <laughs> we had some crazy times. I remember one of the biggest things that made me want to stop quit, um, stop playing football pretty much. Um, we had a coach at um, my high school and everything and crazy, crazy coach. And uh, he did not like me. Um, I didn't build up a good reputation on the first day of uh, football practice because um, we were running this thing called reindeers. So the whistle blows, you're on the field, the whistle blows, you get to running, and then the whistle blows again, and then you got to drop to the floor, and then the, and then you keep going, and you got to do that until the end of the end of the field. So I didn't know that. So I'm on the first day. Everybody hated me because on the first day I just kept running. So we had to run, I don't know, like 10 extra reindeers. Then we had 20 of them already, which is already really high. Then we had to run an extra 10. Everybody hated me already. So coach already hated me and this, this, and that. And I remember one game, bro pulled me out. I was playing on the line. Bro pulled me out. Um, and he was like, what the heck was that? I got, I got freaking bulldozed and everything. That man pulled me up by the pads, literally lifted me off the ground. Imagine this at the game. Bro, pulled me up by the pads and was like, you will never touch this field again. Do you hear me? And bro, threw me on the ground like man. like I was a piece of paper or something like that. I was like, what the heck? I was like, this man got the the strength of like 10, man. I was like, that man got old man strength. And you I was what? put me off. That the story that you just said remind me of this Linwood coach that we had played freshman year. You know, when we was watching film and whatever, this coach, he acted just like your coach. Like, man, threw a football football helmet like across the track field because a player didn't make a play or he had screwed up so that's like man what's wrong with these coaches nowadays mm. you have any other crazy run-ins with any coaches no except the practices practices was just tiring i remember one time freshman year we was doing hundreds you know goal line to goal line you know by the time i was fifth one day you know by the time we reached the 10th one people kept throwing up throwing up throwing mm. up coach was like hey I, I am playing with that bs everybody back on the line everybody mm. just faking throwing up i'm like you know people breathing hard can't breathe and by the time that ended we had to do okies and no one wanted to go so we had a girl on our football team then she had stepped up and the coach like i called us out hey he said like why are you letting a female do your job why are you letting this female 
be the first person up. She more of a man than y'all. So I'm like, God. And when I got there, and the coach was like, "Hey, tired is just a mental, mental state." I'm like, bro, I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't want to do this no more. Did your coach ever say something like, like you know, when you get real, real tired and you go to your knees, just like trying to breathe? Your coach ever say, hey, "There ain't no air down there, bro. You better get up. There's air up here, man." I remember every time we freaking, every time we're gasping for breath, we're on the floor just dying. That man would be like, get up, get up. There ain't no air down there. Come on, catch it. Catch it up here. It always, you know what would be funny? It always be the big coaches making you do the conditioning. The skinny coaches are the one like, all right, just run a couple laps and I'm uh, all right, and practice oh, over. Man. All right. The fact, it's only the biggest coaches that be trying to make the most jokes. These coaches be telling us to run. These coaches have been running like, what, 13 years? Mm-hmm. Like, they must have been hot stuff back then. You know what it is? Maybe, I feel like it's a whole cycle. It may be a little funny, but it might be a whole cycle. Maybe they're, because they were so big, maybe their coaches, who were fat coaches, did the same thing, and then it just kept going on and on and on. And now they're just like, you know what? I'm going to make them I'm gonna make them boys run. Man, that used to be the lineman coach. But, man, it was crazy how I even got into water polo, man. I remember um, it was like, I think it was off-season practice, and we were halfway through, but... Before off season, uh, or before summer came in the off season, this was probably about end of freshman year and everything. We had a little uh, event with the water polo girls and everything. They were like, they were trying to get football guys to sign up to do uh, a game against the water polo girls. And I was like, you know what? I got this in the bag. And I remember the coach he was like, you're gonna drown. And this is not. We went up. We got our butts kicked. I remember them girls whooped our butts. None of the dudes on the football team knew how to swim. All of them were talking smack. And I remember I was like, after the game, I was like, dang. I was like, I know I could beat all these girls if I knew how to play this game. And then I told the coach, I was like, I'm done. And this, this, and that. And that man told me, he was like, he's like, you're never going to make it in water polo. And this, this, and that. Immediately after joining water polo, I had gotten on VAR and everything like that. You ever had, like, even my teammates. You ever had, like, teammates who just be putting you down for, like, no reason and everything? Yeah, it's been like that. But my teammates at my school, we usually just, like, We'll motivate each other by just like talking smack on the time where we say we'd be better, but nah, we don't be putting ourselves down like that. You know, I talk to some teammates who think they putting themselves down or whatever. You know, but <clears throat> it's been it's been most of a hectic ride. You know, like well, coaches at our school is it's complicated because some football players be saying like. Coaches be talking too much ish, or coaches to do this too much, or they just get tired of the coaches. You know, we had this one coach called Coach Anthony, or named Coach Anthony. Most of the football team, most of the football team hated him because he just talked too much, basically. Mm, I can feel you on that. There just be some. I feel like there be a lot of coaches who just be who just be talking because they want to put you down, or not that they want to put you down. They want to feel superior to you, even though their time is over. You know what I mean? Like they kind of want to extend their time, even though that it's like the high schoolers' time to shine and everything. I feel like some coaches be putting people down like that. When um when I joined water polo and everything, a lot of my teammates before weren't supportive, and a lot of them were. But um, I remember on the football team, we used to have um, a lot of guys putting each other down and everything to be like, oh man, you know, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to this school and everything because y'all booty and this and that. I'm just better than everybody on this team, and you know, it usually be the quarterbacks 
that be saying stuff like that. They'd be like, it was you. It was the quarterback. I'm not gonna disclose the name, but it usually be the quarterbacks that be saying stuff like that. They leave. They go to a school where um, they're supposedly needed more, and then all of a sudden they're average or less than average because they're surrounded by people who are supposedly um, better than all of us. So it's just a whole. It's just a whole bad um, vibe going on, if you know what I mean. So it just be going on like that. I remember water polo guys. Water polo guys. It'd be. They'd be crazy. Shout out to them. There'd be, uh, there'd be I see about a good 50% of the water polo guys are cool, and the other 50%, like, they'd be messing around too much, but, you know, they're still family and everything. So we're just trying to get this team up. But um, I've had some crazy run-ins in the locker room, both water polo and um, in um, freaking football. I had a knife pulled on me in the locker room. Had some friends. One of my best friends are probably listening to it right now. Um, one of my friends, he walked in on me. It was one of the, uh, I think it was one of the wide receivers. I mean, he came up to me. He's like, "Oh, what's up, man?" He's like, "He's like, you ever seen this before?" And he pulled out a pocket knife. And he was like, "He was like, you want to get cut?" And I was like, "What the heck?" And that bro started inching towards me. I was like, "What the heck?" My friend came up in there, slapped the knife out of his hand. Man, that was when I needed. That's when I knew I was like, I need to get out of like this team, man. Like we ain't like a team, team, and everything. You ever have you ever seen anything like that in the locker room where it's just like as crazy or like anything on the field where you just got that negative feel towards each other even though you're trying to get it together? No. You know, I'm gonna keep some things to you know to myself, but in the locker room it's it's mostly fun, smack talking, you know, people being weird. <laughs> or it'll be like, you know, we'll like use the little football drills like those long football things um we had to like jump over and stuff we use those to hit people like gladiators you would think it's like gladiators and stuff you know but in the locker room is mostly chill we just be vibing with music you know be tired after practice then go home do homework get yelled at the coach next day so the usual cycle Mm -hmm. man I feel like most of my I feel like most of my experiences though that I remember um, are like in game. Like I, sometimes I always sometimes I always be either trying to show off or I be just messing up completely. I remember in water polo there was this one girl. I'm not gonna disclose her name, but I tried impressing her. It was maybe my first year of polo. It was like maybe my fifth bar game, and uh, I remember I had a clear open shot. Like imagine this, everybody, everybody listening right now. Imagine this. I'm going across the pool. I'm I'm chugging it across the pool and nobody's on me and everything. And it's just me and the goalie. And I had a clear shot. I know she's watching me. I know she's gazing from above and everything. First thing I do, I get up real high, look like a real intimidating shot. And you know what I did, guys? You failed. I failed. I failed completely. I threw that mess three feet above the cage. I didn't even get three feet within the cage, dog. I didn't even hit the cage. Three feet above the cage. Now, the cage is pretty big. Imagine three feet higher. That was exactly where how I threw the ball, man. I remember wanting to die that day. I was looking at my coach. I was like, take me out. Take me out, coach. And that man took me out. I was like, I was like, coach, how did I miss a shot like that? And he's like, were you nervous? Were you thinking about nothing? I was like, uh. I looked at her. I was like, uh. Nah, coach. Nah, man, nothing, nothing distracting me. Just a bad shot. I remember, man, and she let me know, man. Some girls are ruthless, bro. She was like, "How'd you miss that shot?" I was like, "Oh my gosh, bro. You ever try to? You ever try to? You ever done something stupid in game, or just try to impress somebody and just done something dumb like that?" No, cause I'll be running the next day, man. Cause you know, man. 
You know how it is the next day if you mess up. I mean, no, not much. The coach won't punish you if you, like, if you mess up, you just mess up at 100%. That's what the coach has always said. Mm. But most of the time, we don't try to impress. We just try to play football and win the game. We had some crazy, we had some crazy incidents and everything like that, but um, yeah, we just be trying to uh, win the game too, like that. And if we give a hundred percent, the coach doesn't care too much. But um, and we had some, we had some crazy experiences where we even done a hundred percent, and the coach swim the next day, swim the next day, swim the next day. Even in wrestling, like if you mess up, you get punished hard, dog. Like we be, man, we be getting slammed every second on those mats and everything. Shout out to my wrestling homies listening to this right now. Um, I don't know if y'all if y'all remember the days where coach um where I'm not gonna say his name but when coach um said let's run those um I forgot what they were called they were like kind of like suicides but in the wrestling room remember it was like 100 degrees in there he didn't let us open the doors it was musty up in there bro made us run like a like freaking 60 suicides up in there man it was crazy 60 suicides up in a musty little room and everything like that man well, I hope it was musty, but for us, it was off-season uh, training. So, we outside stretching, whatever. Coach tells us we're going to do suicides, but you got to do it from the goal line to the 5, goal line to the 10, goal line to the 15. You got to do that all the way back, then come back. I'm talking about dead, by the time I reach the 50. Couldn't go no more. Tired and full sprint. You see, Kendra, I wanted to ask you about um, a couple things here. I want you to, well, first, I'm going to ask you to answer this first, but what's your mental process when you're going through, like, the game and when you're actually going through practice and everything? Like, what's in your head? What keeps you going? What's that motivation and drive that keeps you on your feet? Uh, don't mess up. Don't mess up. Don't mess up. You know, that helps because, thank God, but mostly... I already know the play. I already know the playbook. So I just say, okay, I got this gap. Fine. If I don't make the play, at least secure the gap, making sure, you know, the runner doesn't have a clear wide open space to make a play. So what would you say to somebody right now who wants to get into football and everything or just wants to get into sports in general and they feel like they feel like they don't know if they can find that motivation or strength within them? What would you say to them? Uh, know your coaches. Know your coaches. Know your coaches. You know, make chemistry with everybody, even though you know, you know, you got to make sure, like, you just stay focused, stay out the way, ask coaches questions, ask your teammates, you know, don't quit, because you, know, you never know, you couldn't make it in football or whatever sport you want to do, so. Yeah. One thing I want to also say, too, is don't show off. If it's your first day of the sport, and this to all my incoming freshmen, um, I know some freshmen listen to me too. So this song, my incoming freshman, if you're going on a football team, soccer team, water polo team, don't matter. Don't come, even if you did club before, don't come in um, acting like you know everything. Because everybody else who is not a freshman is going to be a sophomore, junior, or a senior. They've been there longer than you. They know more plays than you. And just use it. Just take their wisdom. Listen and hear what they got to say. Don't don't come up in there all cocky because then you're going to be set two or three steps back. Like, it's there's always going to be somebody with more experience than you. So that's really what I also wanted to say. I wanted to ask you another question, too. Mm -hmm. um, after a long day of practice, what is your usual diet like? Like, what do you, what do you think is, like, a good diet or, like, a good um, way to end practice? Like, 
um, I want to talk about like after even in quarantine and then during school, like and during your regular school day. How would you eat and like how would you rest and all that? Well, from the beginning, I just you know in the morning when you wake up from morning practice, I usually wake up at five or six. You know, practice starts at six forty-five. Make some oatmeal or some type of sandwich with you know protein shake. Then do practice. Then go to school, do school work. You know, after a hard practice, I'll probably cook something like, you know, probably like some junk food, but <laughs> junk food or something like really, really healthy. You know, vegetables with probably like some protein, like steak. You know, some uh, mashed potatoes, and that usually be it. Or I just make myself another protein shake and call it a day. So you make yourself another protein shake and just call it a day. See, I like I like a lot of protein and fiber too. Um, both me and uh, both Kendrell and I have um, been getting out on the workout grind and everything, eating a lot of protein, just getting ready for the season to come and everything. Everybody listening right now, if you're in the off season, like, don't let this quarantine be uh, an excuse to stop. Your grind should not stop, even though we're stop. Even though the whole world is kind of stopped in terms of like we can't go out and play sports like we used to. Keep working keep going hard keep eating healthy keep like lifting and everything even if it's not lifting maybe it's running maybe it's cardio for you just keep going keep motivated like even if you don't like i don't know if you guys follow me on instagram it's uh gassed up j on instagram and uh you want to throw in your plug real quick nah you don't want to throw in your plug oh man he wants to keep private and everything that man i know that man got a lot of followers and everything but um for my instagram and everything um, you could ask for workout plans and recipes and stuff like that. Like any way to just keep your grind going. Maybe you just want to read more. Maybe you just want to, I don't know, just do different things. Try new things. Keep on the grind. Keep going and everything. That's really what we wanted to tell y'all. All these stories and everything. We just wanted to drop some wisdom on you. Yeah. Um, Kendrell, I wanted to ask, like, you have any extra wisdom you want to drop on these people? Give take, them some value? Take this opportunity for real because you, know, you never know. When this quarantine ends, then when you play in sports or whatever you want to do, then you're not prepared. You know, it's going to take a long time for you to get back to that level you was at before. So, like JJ said, take this time, whatever you want to do, you know, cook, you know, be a scientist or whatever you want to do. You know, take this time seriously and like now. Well, we got some wise words from the both of us and everything. Um, we're going to actually start to end this episode right now. Um, I just want to thank you, Kendrell, for coming on the podcast and everything. He's going to be in more episodes, y'all. This ain't the only one. You're going to hear from Kendrell a lot more. This is my new brother right here. All right? So I just want to let you guys know you guys are loved um, and you guys have value and stay motivated and stay strong during this quarantine and even beyond that. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all later. Bye. Hey.